Welcome to another episode of the Woe Podcast about horses and horsemanship. I'm your host, John Hare. For the last hundred episodes or so, I've tried to share my life with horses as we both, listener and host, learned along the way. I tried to exercise my creative side with movie reviews and editorials, and even tried to include a little music into the mix. For the most part, however, it's been guest interviews and me. I've enjoyed the ride. I hope you have too. The next part may sound like whining and complaining. You can take it that way. It's not. It's just the way things are. Producing a 40-minute show every week is hard work. This is a one-man show. I'm the chief cook and bottle washer. I book the guest, host the interview, edit, post, maintain the website, Twitter, and Facebook feeds. From conception to birth of an episode... I walk it down the aisle hand in hand. Booking guests and editing are the big time drains. Not everyone knows what a podcast is, and folks are busy. Finding time for some guy who wants to sit down and chat about horses is a real challenge. I enjoy the editing, even though I don't think I'm very good at it. The website and social media are always fun. That's where I often get to interact with you guys. But I hear shows like Radio Lab and 99% Invisible. Great shows, by the way. Please check them out. Have expenses in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Those shows raise that kind of money to pay for production and five or six people to help with things like booking guests, editing audio, maintaining the website, and posting this to social media. Me? I've raised bupkis. Zero. Nada. Nothing. Told you it was going to sound like complaining. Hey, I'm just terrible at raising money, and that was never my goal. I started the podcast as a way to get to meet fellow horsemen and to learn more about horsemanship. I've done that. I've talked to some great and fascinating and interesting people, and I've learned a lot. And I've got to travel. It was on my own dime, but still. The guys who know about podcasts in relationship with audience advise the host, that's me, to be straight with you the audience. So here's the deal. I may not be producing a weekly show for the next couple of months. I don't want you guys to abandon me, but I know many of you will. I've started a new project, and the show is going to be about that for a while. Listen, if I'm not making any coin off this deal after three years, it's time to change it up a bit anyway, right? That's what I'm doing. You guys will tell me if it's better or worse. You always have. It's always in the numbers. Okay, so here's the project. If you've listened to the show for a while, you may have heard the episode on the Vaquero Heritage Trainers Challenge. I did a show before and after the event and even put together a video. The VHTC, as it's known, is a horse starting challenge. There's a herd of wild horses in the Tehachapi Mountains. Before I go on to tell you about the challenge itself, let me tell you about the horses. I may not have all the facts correct, but here's what I believe. There are some wild horses in the mountains of Tehachapi, a little more than an hour east of Bakersfield where I live. The horses are on private land. The entire herd is black. No paints, no sorrels, no palominos, no buckskins. There are many different stories as to how they got to roam free. Here's my favorite. The cavalry came along and wanted to buy horses. 
I think somewhere around 1900. The ranchers didn't like the offer that the cavalry had proffered, and they declined. The cavalry persisted and threatened to draft the ranchers into the cavalry, and they figured they'd get the horses that way. The ranchers turned the horses free instead of selling them. There were a number of distinguished Morgan horse breeders in the Tehachapi area around that time. Ergo, the black horses. Hey, how many shows do you get to hear Ergo on, guys? Anyway, the herd now numbers around 100. The landowner, a big company, is trying to do the right thing by managing the herd through adoption. That's the short story. I'm doing research to see if I can find out when the horses were released and more about their history. Then I might be able to track down what the true story is. That brings us back to the event. The VHTC is a horse starting challenge. The organizers hope to accomplish two things. One, they want to adopt some of the horses out of the herd. There's a drought in California and grazing is at a premium. And number two, they want to showcase the wonderful temperament of these wild horses. Oh, you know what? Make that three things. They also want to show the talent of the trainers. There are eight trainers, and you guessed it, I'm one of them. We each got a horse on June 14th. We will have until October 9th to train it as best we can. Then on October 9th, 10th, and 11th, we all meet up in Tehachapi in front of a huge crowd of horse people from Bakersfield, Tehachapi, and the Antelope Valley. On Friday morning, they give us each another freshly wild horse. Over the three days, we will demonstrate what we've taught the long horse, the one we got in June, and how we start the process with the short horse, the one we get that morning. On Sunday, there will be an auction. Trainers can choose to keep their horses or auction them off. Meanwhile, the spectators get to see all the horses can do and how they were trained. It's win-win. Just to bring you up to speed, on the 14th of June, Renee and I went to Tehachapi to pick up a wild horse of Oak Creek. The trainers and organizers met at the gate of, to the private property where the horses roam free. After signing some paperwork, we took a dirt road five miles back to a meadow. Man, it was an amazing sight to see some 70 to 80 head of beautiful black horses grazing in the wild. The trainers all drew numbers for picking our horses out of uh, the 30 or so head the organizers had been able to entice into some holding pens with, with alfalfa. I would get the last spot. We were given 30 minutes to observe the horses, although we weren't allowed to go into the pens or touch the horses. I set off knowing that I wanted a gelding. There were several to choose from, but as the picks ticked off, many of my choices got taken. There were only two left when it was time for me to choose. I could have picked a mare, by the way, but many of them had foals. If you picked a mare with a foal, you had to take the foal with it. And to top it off, many of the mares were also thought to be pregnant. So you might end up getting three horses. i tell you the truth, I'm going to have my hands full with just one. So anyway, I had a choice of a bigger gelding who had been... Uh, cut in 2013, he was estimated maybe between 6 and 10 years old, and a smaller gelding who was getting picked on by a stallion. After some deliberation, I opted for the bigger gelding. Since I'm starting this project from scratch, 
I decided to call him that. Scratch. I've been lucky enough to get some support. The crew at Down Under Horsemanship supplied Scratch with a halter and lead rope, and Bakersfield Veterinary Hospital has agreed to vaccinate and give Scratch a dental exam. I just have to get him there. Hey, it's another trailer ride. Oh boy. I've been working with Scratch for almost three weeks now. I'll give you a little update on our progress on the next show. If you want to follow along in blog format, you know me, you can find it at oakcreekhorse.blogspot.com. I'm posting uh, updates and some videos there. And of course, I try to keep it updated on our Woe Podcast Facebook page and at Woe Podcast on Twitter. I hope you'll enjoy this format through the summer. After the competition, I'll determine if the show is reaching enough people and where we'll go from there. As always, I'd love to hear your thoughts on not only this episode, but the show in general. Do you enjoy listening? Do you prefer entertainment or information? Do you make it to the end of the show? And, hey, if you have any ideas on how to cover some of the production and distribution costs, I'd really love to hear from you. You can reach me at john at woepodcast.com. But that'll do it for this episode. So until next time, for Renee, and now Scratch, this is John Hare encouraging you to go have some fun with your horses. Bye-bye, everybody. Mm-hmm.